You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my co-host Mike. How you doing, Mike? Not too bad. How about you? Good. We've had a good week here at Massive Late Fee. It's been quite a time in the lives of everyone in the world, but also a pretty good week for us. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to that 100 episode. I saw a couple people. I don't have the emails. up. Maybe, maybe while we talk, I'll get some emails up, although I kind of want to save them. I, I saw a couple people emailed us, you know, in anticipation of that 100 episode. People email in massivelatefee at gmail.com. If you want us to read your questions, your queries, you have any questions for us, how we do the show, anything that you're interested about, about our lives, uh, we're probably not going to reveal too much, but <laughs> but whatever you want to try to try to ask, you know, get it in there. Mike, how's your week been? Pretty all right. Yeah. I started watching The Watchmen again. Oh, my God. It's so much. It's even better on the rewatch somehow. That's awesome. I can't wait. We're going to. So for those of you that, that don't know, because you're not part of our episode notes, uh, our episode meetings of what we're going to do. So that's all of you. Uh, Mike and I are planning on switching over to The Watchmen, uh, I think, for dumpster diving, right? Are we going to do it on the main show or are we going to do it for dumpster diving? Or no. Yeah, we'll do one or the other, but we'll we'll be doing it uh, on one of the other shows, and then uh, there'll be something else on the other show. So you've got that to look forward to. But we're pretty much going to be done with the, the Green Book nice. room. for maybe like next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but pronounced Ryan or Rianne Johnson? Uh, Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Rihanna Johnsona. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he has to be very interesting. So, because he's like one of those guys who calls himself Topher instead of Chris. Exactly, exactly. Or someone those. like that's their name is Becky, but they spell it with an H and a K E Y and that kind of stuff. <laughs> what a douchebag! It's like you know when you don't have a personality, you just uh, make it up uh, by having a weirdly spelled name. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> remind me to tell you something that I couldn't say here later. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm looking forward to that off the air. Uh, anyway, so uh, parents' guide game this week, Mike. I've got one for you. I'm not sure if you've seen it or not. I feel like you have, uh, and even if you haven't, I think there might be enough in here to to give it to you. So okay. Uh, under speaking of giving it to you, under sex and nudity, oh Lord. <laughs> under sex and nudity, it is implied that two women have been raped. Hmm. Is this uh, Death Wish? One of the Death Wishes? No. Uh, an adult magazine is seen for a few seconds. That's the only other entrance in Sex and Nudity. Howard the Duck. No, although that's a good guess. Although I don't know if there's any raping up the top. DuckTales. Uh, under profanity, this is... Well, you don't, have to, you don't have to run that Jeffrey Jones guy. No women are getting raped. <laughs> That's true. I don't mean the kid from our school. No, no. He Unfor- changed his name to Vince Champ. Unfortunately named. He didn't like alliterations. 
from now on, I'll be Vincent Champion. <laughs> Champs up. Oh my god. Yeah. Unfortunate for uh for that dude, for sure. Um <laughs> under profanity, it says multiple abuses of Christ and Jesus. I'm a, I guess <laughs> that makes it sound like someone's abusing Jesus Christ in this right? movie, but it's not. Multiple abuses of Christ and Jesus. Beyond that, some mild language. So apparently saying Christ or Jesus is not mild language. Uh, Crossroads. Oh, the Britney Spears movie. Yes. No, no, not. not. I wonder if there's a rape scene in Crossroads. Oh, yeah, you did say rape. I should really take that into consideration. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so under violence and gore, there is lots of violence against teens. Crossroads, the uh, one with Steve Vai and uh, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> oh, good old Steve Vai, guitar player for David Lee Roth's band. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not that one, though. Uh, for uh, for a PG-13 movie, it's quite bloody. Pretty close to R-rated stuff, but it's ultimately PG-13 violence, which mainly depicts people shooting each other in firefights and minimal blood scene. Is this The Purge? No. Uh, Let's see. Uh, In many, many scenes, people are shot with assault rifles, RPGs, pistols, tanks, grenades, and so on. Many are at point blank or or killings of wounded soldiers, and one is a suicide. Most killings are from being repeatedly shot. At the time, this movie broke the record for largest number of violent acts in a film. Is this a Rambo movie? No. And because of that, I don't know if I believe that piece of trivia or not, but uh, I guess, I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. This is some asshole on IMDb saying this. Is this, uh, wait, hmm, no, I'm I just going by that by that little thing. I'm trying to figure out what it could be. But yeah, as you say, a Scarface, but I don't think that's as violent. Right. Uh, the last thing in Blood and Gore is a deer is killed and a person drinks its blood. This is not Rambo? No. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Only one thing. Uh, some smoking and drinking by some teens. Stand by me. No. All right, let's do frightening and intense scenes. Many scenes are intense, and almost all of the main and side characters have killed someone. Is this a Saw movie? I have no idea. No. Uh, there are killings of... In- this says insolent. <laughs> there are killings of insolent sand main characters. Always quite sad. <laughs> I have... I assume what they're trying to say is there are killings of innocent people and main characters always quite sad, but it says insolent sand main Jeez. characters. Hey, Mark, check the uh, Discord for what I was going to say earlier, by the way. <laughs> oh. Is this the movie House? <laughs> no. Um, okay, last thing. I think this is the very last clue in the whole thing. Teenagers being killed, some in graphic ways, may seem cruel to some. 
Candyman. But to others, a welcome thing. No, so I'm going to, real quick, before I give you any more clues, because uh, I am out of the things, I want to point out that there are teenagers in this movie and soldiers in this movie. Uh, oh, I, I didn't hear the soldiers part. Or I read it. Is this Child's Play 3? No. So this movie came out in 1984. It's not Red Dawn, I don't think. It is Red Dawn. See, because I thought we've done that one before. Not that I remember, no. Maybe I did that one before. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, it is Red Dawn. Yay. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, they're laughing Thanks, at you. guys. <laughs> With me. Our new studio audience uh, has allowed to be They have to social distance, but they're here. Yeah, I wish I could socially distance myself from that joke. <laughs> I don't oh, even know what that means. They liked that one. I feel that you've seen this movie with me, but I could be wrong. But I can't imagine you would guess it from the clues. But here we go. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. The climax is very intense. Oh. Ladies. Hmm. My wedding night. Um, <laughs> oh, heavens. Let's see. The climax is very intense. I will say Gremlins. No. Okay. A woman is hit in the legs with a prosthetic leg by a man while two other men shoot at each other. One of the men is shot a few times, bloody, and dies. Huh. Okay. Prosthetic legs in movies. So, that's not super common. Um, I will say... Freddy got fingered. No. No. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no. I'm sorry. What I meant was Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. No. Okay. A complete psycho threatening a six-year-old girl in quite menacing ways in front of her father. Holy shit. Uh, Con Air? No. All right. Sex and nudity, none. Hmm. Is it a Star Wars movie? No. Okay. A man hits another man in the leg a few times with a gun. Hits a man in the leg with a gun a few times. Uh, is this a Jason Lee movie? No. Okay. Can't hardly wait. No, I don't think there's any gunplay in that movie, is there? <laughs> I thought Seth Green popped off a little bit, maybe. Oh, jeez. <laughs> A man tackles another man, and they roll down a flight of stairs and briefly fight before one is pushed over the side of the stairs and falls into a fountain. Falls into a fountain? Hmm. The money pit? <laughs> I like how you said this so, like, shocked. Like, falls into a fountain. That's what those are for. <laughs> no. Uh, how dare they use a fountain in that manner? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this is probably a little too difficult. Uh, I'll give you one of the actors, Robert Davey. Mm, Robert Davey. I do know him. Uh, let's see. It's not the Goonies. Oh, actually, I guess it's not Robert Davey. It's Christopher Walken. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say it's not the Goonies. Uh, and I don't think we saw that movie together. Let's see. Christopher Walken movies. I've never seen the Goonies. Mm, it's not. Um, Charles S. Dutton is also in it. Oh, 
Ooh. Um. <laughs> I like Charles S. Dutton. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What another more? actor in there? Roma Mafia. Notice how I said actor, not actress, because I'm not sexist. What did you wait? What was the what was the name though? Roma Mafia. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm familiar with her. Uh, Nick of Time. Yes. All Nick right. Of Time. Yeah. I thought we saw that together, but I could be wrong. No, I think I think that's I think that's correct. I think we did. Uh, I don't. Who's Who's Roma Mafia? I think you recognize her if you saw her. Okay, that's fair. I believe she was in the show Profiler. Oh, with the curly hair. Yeah, she was in the Profiler. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who she was. She was Profiler's friend. Was that like the worst, like uh, you know, pseudonym for someone in the witness protection uh, agency? <laughs> uh, Roma yeah. Mafia. <laughs> Sir, I don't even know who you are. I'm going to shoot you. Like and then you're going to be on Profiler. Isn't that the opposite of the witness protection? Oh, nobody watches that show. <laughs> we want to make sure no one's going to see you, so we're putting you on Profiler. With Ellie Walker. Oh, my God. Profiler. I think my and mom, Robert Davey. Again, th- Robert Davey. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think my mom watched that show way back I then. I watched that show for the first couple seasons. Was it good? It was interesting. It was all right. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous, but it wasn't bad. All right. That was a lot was of a things. Mafia? <laughs> that was a lot of uh, contradictory things she said right there. It was okay. What What do you think Robert Davies up to today? I don't know. Probably mumbling somewhere. <laughs> Hopefully not due to dementia or anything. Oh, uh, let's see. He's sixty eight. Oh, I thought he was way older. No, apparently he's 68 years old from Astoria, Queens, New York. Yeah, he looked like he was 68 when he was in the Goonies. Yeah, when he's in uh, uh, when he's in um, Die Hard, he looks like he's like 50. His He has a website, and his website is called Davy Sings Sinatra. Oh, that's awesome. It's him with a fedora and... Wow, he's really he's really dressed himself up like uh Sinatra. Let's let's hear a little bit of Davy Sing oh. Sinatra. I need to do that. Sitting on a rainbow, got that string around my finger. In the tunnel in Willy Wonka? <laughs> what a life I'm in love. <laughs> I've got a song that I sing. I can make the rainbow come rain. He's fine. He doesn't sound anything like Sinatra. He sounds like Robert Davey. He does. He sounds a lot like the actor Robert Davey. Right. Uh, <laughs> if only it were Seth uh, Meyer singing fucking, uh, or Seth McIntyre, Macklemore. <laughs> yeah, Macklemore. If Macklemore was singing Sinatra, it'd be better. Oh my goodness! His dad's name is Sal Davy. So that's what he's doing. By the way, he's singing Sinatra. Why do like old actors like think they can sing now? Like Danny Danny Aiello, who I think is dead. So <laughs> like Joe Pesci, didn't he like do like a fucking like Crudy album? Da- da- Danny Aiello still thinks he can sing somehow. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he did. I think Pesci did one, which is unfortunate because I like him a lot. Yeah. 
I still am surprised you didn't win any award for the uh, the Irish man. Or is are those all done now? Yeah, I think so. Didn't he lose it like fucking Brad Pitt in the uh, the Hollywood man? He did. He did. Yep, the Irish man lost to the Hollywood man. They'd uh, both uh, lose to the Cincinnati kid. People people were more entertained with Brad Pitt driving around Hollywood than they were with. Uh, with Joe Pesci driving to Detroit <laughs> to uh, yeah. kill to kill uh what's his name you know Jimmy Hoffa yeah the guy apparently they're making a movie about Roe versus Wade called it's called that a won't be controversial political legal drama it says uh written and directed by Nick Loeb I assume that's Lisa Loeb's brother yes sir. and uh uh, Davey's going to be in it. I don't know. Let's see. What what part's he going to play? Is he going to be the fetus? <laughs> hey! <laughs> what? Well, what would Frank Sinatra sing about uh, this issue? <laughs> Fly me to an abortion clinic. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I don't. So Stacy Dash from nine hundred two or not nine hundred two one hundred from Clueless is going to be in this from, she, from political controversy. You mean? Yeah. Well, is she has she had some political controversy? I wasn't aware. <laughs> I didn't know that she was uh, into politics. Now. Yeah. What's she doing politics? Uh she just uh, upsets uh, liberals. Oh, cool. Maybe, oh, maybe that's not. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. No, you're right. I just looked it up. So she's. Political party before 2012, Democrat. After 2012, Republican. So Obama's second term, I guess, she was not uh, happy with it. Remember back in the good old days when uh, when that was considered controversial? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, so yeah, she, apparently she's a contributor to Fox News now, but she's also going to be in this movie, which is interesting. So is Jamie Kennedy. Wow, he wasn't busy? Guess <laughs> He's been exed, I believe. Um, you know who else is in it? Joey Lawrence. What the fuck? Did Lisa Loeb's brother just scrape the bottom of the barrel for anybody he could get? Yes. I don't who's okay, Kelsey Grammer's uh Kelsey Grammer's uh, daughter is going to be in it as well. Country Grammar? Yeah, no, Greer Grammar. Her name is Greer Grammar. I don't love it. Okay, on purpose, I guess. Tommy Tommy Laren's going to be in it. So's John Voight. You know, all these people are conservative. Now that I, now that I don't know if Jamie Kennedy is, but now that I'm looking at this, they're all like all these people are conservative. Well, I think I I know what this is, what perspective this is going to (laughs) have. Yeah, no shit. Lisa Loeb's brother is a fucking. a card-carrying member of the uh, we don't like abortion crowd, I guess. Um, let's see, John, because I know John Voigt's conservative too. Johnny Voigt, Tommy Laren, I know Robert Davy is conservative. Uh, Corbin Burnson's going to be in it. William okay. F- William Forsyth, he's still alive. They're 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 not making another major league movie. Oh, I was thinking of John Forsyth actually. <laughs> The last thing that jo- that William Forsyth was in was Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the comics, right? Uh, Wade Williams. I don't know who that is. Is that Deadpool? 
I think it is actually. Isn't <laughs> no. that his name? Wait, oh, Wade Wilson. It's uh, that it's that dude from Prison Break. Oh, I thought you meant the Atlanta child killer. <laughs> oh, oh and Milo Yiannopoulos is going to be in it. <laughs> oh God, I hate that fucking. Is this going to be straight to uh, Cloud? <laughs> So I think this is going to be uh, straight to the trash. Straight bin. to the recycle. Straight to the recycle. Listen to this. Uh, but their the budget is six and a half to six and, a, and six point eight million dollars. That's the uh, that's the budget of this this movie. I, I, I'm guessing it all went to Tommy Laren and Milo Yiannopoulos. So yeah, I hate Milo Yiannopoulos. Here's the thing: I don't mind people who have like very conservative point of views it i i might not agree with you but it doesn't bother me but i don't like people who are fake and people who say and do things and are paid to say and do things just to stir up controversy and you know they really don't believe or care about anything at all and they're just fucking mercenaries uh i don't like that so uh, anyway, so, oh, apparently uh, Lisa Loeb's brother was married to Swedish model Anna Pettersson, but they later divorced, and he was engaged to modern family star Sofia Vergara, but they called it off. And then there's just a thing in his Wikipedia after under personal life that says embryo controversy. <laughs> hmm. Would you like to know what the embryo controversy is? I guess. On April 29th, 2015, the New York Times published an op-ed written by Lisa Loeb's brother. Uh, what's his name? Nick? Nick Loeb? Yeah. Nicholas. Nick uh, in which he argued that he should be allowed to unilaterally use the frozen embryos he created via in vitro fertilization with a Vagara, despite having previously signed an agreement stipulating that nothing could be done to the embryos without the consent of both of them, stating, give them the right to live. Vagara's attorney, they're frozen embryos, right? Like, I guess. Vagara's attorney has stated that Vagara wants the embryos to remain frozen. Loeb argues that the agreement, which did not expressly state what would happen to the embryos if the couple separated, a requirement under California law, should be voided. In 2016, Loeb dropped the case, although it was refiled a day after in Louisiana with the embryos as plaintiffs. <laughs> what the fuck? In August 2017, a Louisiana judge dismissed the case with the argument that the court had no jurisdiction over the embryos, which were conceived in California. Here's the thing. Even if you're against abortion, fine. You know, that's that's fine. Um, I have very strongly mixed feelings about it, but I'm not a I'm not someone that says it should be illegal for various reasons that we're not going to get into now. But in either case, no one but an insane person could assume that the embryos could be plaintiffs and have, you know, legal standing to sue. Like, what the fuck? Oh, so he made some embryos with Sofia Vergara. Uh, they'll be both beautiful Brazilian uh, and musically talented, I guess, because I assume that Nick Loeb, like his sister, is talented. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I guess. I think if Lisa Loeb ever listens to this episode... She's going to be incredibly pissed off at us because I'm pretty sure she's very liberal. Uh, I I think I remember that, even though she is. I mean, I have seen her. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, 
So, yeah, I guess we'll move on from Lisa Loeb and her fucking weird family. Uh, she was dated. She dated Dweezil Zappa at one point, too. I don't know if any of you guys remember that, but. And I think she was, uh, I don't know, her cousin, uh, her cousin competed on that drag race. RuPaul's drag race. Oh, yeah, that's I did, That's where they race cars, right? I've never seen it. Do you think that RuPaul's Drag Race will also ban the Confederate flag? Mm, I don't know. I think they're probably really into it. (laughs) Anyway, so speaking of the Confederate flag and political controversy and and all that stuff, Mike and I, we watched uh, Dave Chappelle's 846, which just dropped out of nowhere on YouTube. Mike, I don't know if you got a notification for this. I got a notification for this. I got a notification from you. Okay. I got one at like, I don't know, it was it was like, I think 11 p.m. or something a few days ago. It had been out for, I think, around an hour when I, when I saw it. And I was like, oh, weird. What is this? So then I watched it, and, you know, it's it's basically, it's not... It's hard to call it a stand-up routine. It's it's more of like Chappelle. yeah, it's more of like a spoken words type thing. Yeah, it's it's basically it's Chappelle's thoughts about uh, George Floyd uh, and you know everything that's kind of followed from that uh, in the in the days. Yeah, of it was released entirely on YouTube. It's like twenty-seven minutes or so, mm-hmm. completely free. You don't have to pay for it. Um, not very funny. I mean, there's a couple. Maybe I might have laughed one time during the entire thing. But like you said, it's more of like a, uh, a you know, like a um, spoken word. And by you, I mean I. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, you uh, did type, say that. You know, it's just thoughts on you know not only George Floyd, but just like the conditions of you know uh, black people in America and like police brutality and how like it goes like un- unnoticed and unseen. Mm-hmm. His thoughts on Candace Owens. <laughs> I wonder if he has thoughts about Stacey Dash because apparently she's. Uh... She's also a big conservative. I don't know. But Candace Owens is another one where it's like she, well, I don't know, because Stacey Dash apparently was a Democrat until 2012. Maybe she was paid off, too. I don't know. Um, Maybe she did this so that she could be in a Roe v. Wade. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So what did you think, like, what did you think of it, uh, you know, in general, Mike? Was it entertaining to you? Did you... Did you like it? Yeah, I, I, I I pretty much like anything Dave Chappelle puts out. I thought it was very interesting. It's an important conversation that's not really had in America, at least mm-hmm. not, you know, out in the open race is something that's, you know, it's, I mean, a lot of white people don't even realize that it's such a big issue, but I mean, it is for a lot of people in the country, the way they're unfairly and, uh, you know, bilaterally treated by the government and society as a whole. Um mm-hmm. Some of his points were kind of, I mean, he was bringing up, like, uh, I didn't know too much about the Black Lives Matter protests where, like, nine police were killed and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about the Christopher Dorner thing he was talking about where these, like, you know, members of, like, law enforcement became so fed up that they just struck out against law enforcement itself. And he's saying that even, like, you know, even these people who, like, swore to defend our country are just so fed up that they just see the country as the enemy. It's just so bad. Yeah. um, I remember the Christopher Dorner story. Uh, I remember the end of it where he was in big bear. I remember the, him being holed up in a cabin and, and, and everything. And he had killed members of the police department. He was a former military guy and a former member of the police department. They said that on the news several times, but I didn't know the backstory to it. I didn't know that he had been fired. I didn't know that he had, you know, reported, um, you know, one of his fellow officers for, 
brutality and that that was the reason that he would was fired and everything it was interesting to learn a lot of the backstory about it and it seems to me that Chappelle's point is you know especially in that part I mean he's pretty overt about his point in that part because he says you know they they came 400 uh you know officers came they riddled him with bullets you know they killed him and all those people came because he killed them and they saw themselves and he's like, so I don't know how they don't understand why we're so angry <laughs> because George Floyd gets killed and we see ourselves. You know, he mentions Trayvon Martin at one point and he says, you know, like my kids look like that, um, you know, and things like that. And it's, you know, it's it's a powerful thing from him. So Mike and I have talked about before. One of the things that that I think, and I think you agree with me on this, Mike, one of the things that makes Chappelle so good is his uh, his empathy, his ability to kind of you know put himself in other people's shoes and, and see things through other people's eyes, and I think that's fully on display here. Obviously, he he says a lot of things from his own point of view, but he really does take a back seat to the the protests, and he says, "Hey, you know, I don't need to be out here talking." Um, you know, I don't need to take center stage. You guys are, you know, he's like this, he said a couple times, you know, this is the streets talking and you know, this is your time now, you know, who gives a fuck about celebrities right now? Um, and I think that's, that's true. And it's just, it's such a big contrast. I don't know if you saw it, Mike, but there was another celebrity video, like kind of like the Imagine video where a bunch of celebrities got together and they were talking about systemic racism and problems with it and everything. And it's, it's another one of those situations where it's like, I, I somewhat agree with your message. You know, like I under, like I agree with the message that you're trying to get across there, but it just, it strikes so much as, um, cause it's all very serious, you know, and everything and stuff. And it just strikes so much as look at us. Oh, movies aren't coming out. TV's not coming out. And so much is going on in the world, but don't, don't forget about us. Don't forget about us right here. We're still here. And it, it just, it strikes me as that. And Chappelle's it doesn't because Chappelle got on stage and does what he does. He entertained us. He didn't, he didn't make a spectacle out of it. He didn't say, hey, um, you know, this is, you know, I'm taking front and center or anything like that. He just did what he do- he's always done and entertained us with it and informed at the same time because that's you know also a big part of of what he does. So that's the that's the big difference for me. Uh, have you seen that new celebrity thing, Mike? No, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Basically, they're just they're all. It's another thing where they're it's the camera's very static on them. And there's like, it's black and white. There's like a back, black background and they're like, um, you know, systemic racism and like very, very dramatic music is playing underneath it. And then it goes to another celebrity and it's like, speak out, you know, uh, you know, we're not, like, and it's just like, it just keeps the cycle cycles through celebrities. And they're saying, you know, they're basically giving like a, a one sentence reading. And it's like, this is dumb. You guys don't understand why this is dumb. It's like. Some of the celebrities in there, like Kristen Bell was in there. It's like, I, I like Kristen Bell, but I don't, this is dumb to me. What you're doing here is dumb to me. You might have a, you know, a noble purpose behind it, but it's like, think of a different way to do this. Think of a way to do this that's in, you know, your wheelhouse, what you do kind of thing. Um, 
and yeah, so it's uh, it was dumb, but I enjoyed the. I had no idea what to expect. Like I said, this it was late at night. I got the notification. I saw that the it was titled eight forty six, and I knew what that meant, and I had a pretty good idea of what what it was going to be about. And I expected. I'm like, okay, I don't think this is going to be like uproariously funny. Just somehow, I, I knew not to expect that from this. And, you know, I listened and his, his anger, you know, really comes through a lot. And like I said, his perspective on it is really interesting to me. Uh, I don't know how you found that, Mike, if you thought that, uh, that the perspective, you know, was interesting. It made me look at things from, from a, a bit of a different point of view too, which he always seems to do. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's just kind of what he does, you know, he, uh, he'll like, you know, be able to like, let you see from anybody's point of view that he wants you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And there was another interesting part, like uh, where he, like you know, just said, just out of sheer coincidence, you know, that's like um, the time of day he was born, eight forty six. Yeah, yeah. Which is another thing he said. I can't remember the name of the. There was another incident with a police officer about around him where the like a young man was like killed. You know, many believe like you know wrongly, and the same police officer had like pulled him over the night before and let him go with like just like a warning. Yeah. Yeah, that that was crazy too, and I'd heard I heard him talk about that uh, before. I think maybe just in the media, or I'd heard, I'd seen a quote from him, and basically he said that he shouldn't have to be Dave Chappelle to not get killed by the police. Right. And yeah, I mean that's it's got to be crazy, you know. Same same officer pulls you over the the day before and then kills this kid. And, you know, I don't, I'm not super familiar with the story. So, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, what it was around it, but he said the entire community kind of rose up against it. I'm going to assume based on that and based on what Chappelle said that it was probably wrongful, but I don't, I don't know the, yeah, I don't know any of the, the actual, the actual thing. So I'll, I'll reserve judgment on it until I actually look at the facts of, uh, of the case. But it's not like it would be the first time. It's not like I'd be shocked. Uh, but no. yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting. Like like you said that the there was one. So one part that I thought was pretty funny that I actually didn't really get that big of a laugh. But one part that I thought was funny is when he was talking about Candace Owens, and he said that she was the most articulate idiot you've ever seen. And he said <laughs> she can tell you how dumb she is precisely. That's how articulate she is, <laughs> which I think is a great line. Um, and there was one other thing. I'm trying to remember what it was, but there was one other thing that, that did get a, a big laugh. It was basically the one big laugh from the audience, and I can't remember exactly what the line was. But yeah, for the most part, he I could see him building a very good and funny uh, like hour of comedy around this stuff. I don't know if he's going to ever incorporate this into, you know, a special, any of these ideas, any of these thoughts or, or anything. He He's not, he's not one that recycles much. He kind of, he puts stuff out there. It gets recorded. So it's there for posterity and everything. People can go back and watch it again if they want to, but he's not, he's not one that really goes. It's not like Seinfeld. Like you, I can see, I could watch, you know, three or four Seinfeld specials and, it's there's going to be a lot of similar jokes in in uh, each of the specials, and Chappelle's never been like that. No, uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. 
I thought it was I thought it was definitely an interesting take uh, on everything. Um Yeah, I mean I really don't have anything else to uh to say about it. I do you have anything to add to add anything else that that kind of stuck out to you? No, I just say it's I I you should watch it. It's it's interesting at the very least. It probably important, you know, information. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, Chappelle's intellect, Chappelle's point of view and stuff. It's really you know, like like you always said, his intelligence is a big part of his um, part of his appeal as a comedian, and knowing this stuff, knowing these stories, knowing these these different angles is is very good. Uh, but yeah, so I guess that's uh, that's the episode for tonight. Um, Mike, you got anything you want to say to people before we uh, get the fuck out of here? Nope. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Bye. Yep. See you next time. <laughs>